You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode number 10. Hello and welcome everyone. Woohoo! We are in double digits of the podcast. How great is that? And I hope that life is good for you, wherever you are. I have a confession. A good friend of mine is heading off to start a new life in the Keys. And it's where she loves to be. And she's truly at home there. And as much as I am feeling so happy for her, honestly, I will miss knowing that we can no longer meet up and spend time together whenever we want to. And that is a loss. And it's a loss that I have to move through. Plus, I'll just have to make plans, right, to go and visit her in the Keys. I guess it's not such a bad place to visit. Okay, on this week's podcast, I will be talking about loneliness and grief. Why would we want to suffer alone? Why does this happen, especially after a loss? Well, for many of us, we're taught to go into seclusion after you've experienced a loss. Some people isolate themselves and remove themselves from situations that make them feel uncomfortable. Now, have you ever had an argument with someone And then you've stormed out and you've got into your car and you've drove around. You're feeling upset and you're sad and you're alone. And that's what some of us are taught to do. Because when people are grieving, they often hear well-meaning things like, give us some space or he needs to be alone. I mean, I remember when my grandma died. And my mum was in a bedroom and I asked my dad if I could go up and give her a hug and comfort her. But I was told, now leave her be. She needs to be alone and she'll be okay in a while. And so the message I got from that when I was a child was, if you feel sad, feel sad alone. And you know what I did for the longest time? But the problem is, is is nothing more lonely than being alone. Because loneliness can cause people to feel empty and unwanted. And for many people who feel lonely, they most likely crave human contact. But sometimes their state of mind can often make it more difficult to form connections with other people. And being lonely can touch you in many different ways. People feel lost when a loved one or friend dies, a relationship or marriage ends, or if they or someone they care about moves away, 
loneliness can kick in very quickly because those familiar routines and daily living habits change. And so you miss that person as being part of your daily life. My mother-in-law had been married to her husband for over 65 years. And when he died, the things that affected her the most was the emptiness that she felt in the house, not having another voice to call out to. There was no one else's clothes to wash other than her own and no meals to cook. She missed the daily routines and the rides in the car together. And even though she has a loving family who are there to support and help her, there's always a feeling of loneliness and emptiness in her heart, knowing that the person she longs for has forever gone. And grief can feel like a very lonely and isolating experience, no matter the loss that is causing your emotional pain, you are very much alone in how it impacts you because your feelings are unique to you. Even if others have experienced the same loss or something very similar, how you feel is never the same as someone else. And this week's listener email is from Maureen, who wrote to tell me about how she's coping with her feelings of loneliness after a husband's death, which was just over a year ago. Now, Maureen and Robert had moved from their birth country, England, to Canada. And now their grown children and grandchildren have all scattered and moved away. And so with Robert gone, Maureen feels very lonely, even though she has some friends. She's found that she had now had to learn how to live life alone. She has to find the new normal for herself and find her independence again. She said, I'm really making an effort to try lots of new activities. I've made a list of things I've always wanted to do, but even doing those things, most of them I end up doing them alone, as I've noticed that some friends that we shared as a couple are slowly fading away. So she decided to reach out and connect with others. And Maureen found a support group because she really needed to feel that sense of community again. But even doing that, she still had feelings of loneliness and isolation. Now, I'm happy to say that Maureen is doing the grief recovery method with me. She knows that her feelings of grief are normal and natural. She is so ready to take action and move through her emotional pain. And you know, Maureen was totally amazed to see how much cumulative grief she'd been carrying around all these years. And it was buried deep inside of her and she'd never known about it. And of course, one of the biggest losses besides Robert dying was her moving to another country. 
even though she had mixed emotions when she was moving, she felt excited and she felt sad about the change, but she had never associated her moving and the feelings of sadness and loneliness as grief and loss when she left all of those fun, familiar relationships behind. And loneliness, isolation and grief are not just associated with death. Every major change in life can bring with it elements of grief, be it divorce, illness, addiction of a loved one, pet loss, financial loss, whether it's sudden or a long-lived loss. For most of us, shortly after any loss you've experienced, you probably became aware of how ill-prepared you were to deal with such conflicting emotions that we call grief. But your feelings are unique to you. And even if you have lots of support and love from family and friends, you still can feel very lonely and lost on the journey of grief. And sometimes others cannot understand that emotional impact you're feeling from your loss. You know, they will offer lots of well-meaning advice and they'll tell you how important it is for you to at least try to feel happy rather than sad. However, those words often increase feelings of loneliness because grief is emotional. It's not intellectual or logical. And no matter how logical they may sound to you, it never takes away the pain of a broken heart. And to grieve alone is a harmful myth. When you've experienced a loss, at first you might want to be alone with your thoughts and your pain. And that's okay for a while, if that's what you need, and providing it's for a short time. You see, somewhere down the line, most of us were led to believe that it was fine to share our happy feelings, but when you feel sad, like the message I got as a child from my family, then when you feel sad, you must do that alone. I mean, after all, we don't want to burden others with our sad and unhappy feelings, and we're so willing to share our happy ones. But eventually over time, you might lose that normal desire to talk about your sad and painful things with people that you trust. And that can lead to isolate. And isolation can be dangerous. It's not normal for us as human beings to be alone. But you know, it's never too late to communicate your sad and painful thoughts and feelings and share them in a way, the same way that you do with your happy and exciting ones. And that's why it's important to connect and communicate. Try to find a non-judgmental listener with whom you can openly acknowledge your feelings to and begin to talk about some of your sad and painful things that you feel. But please note, if you're talking to a family member, there may be fear. And that can cause you to hold back from honestly saying the important things that must be said as part of taking recovery action.
but the wonderful news is that help is available and taking the right action can make things better for you and for everyone. You don't have to suffer through grief and loss alone. Okay, you lovely people. That is it for this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope that it was helpful for you. If you'd like to find out more about the Grief Recovery Program or if you'd like to share your story of loss, please visit my website www.givegriefachance.com. Drop me an email. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate it, subscribe to it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, why not follow me on Instagram at dianemorgan9200. And I wish you all a wonderful week.